0: All right, guys, what's going on? This is Coach JC, and I want to welcome you and thank you for tuning in to the Win All Day podcast show. I am super stoked and super excited. I got an amazing guest in the house today, and I'm excited to get to this show with Cody Kearns, the founder and the the marketing genius of I Come Up Marketing. But before we go there, if you are a frequent listener or viewer, then you know that we kick every show off with our win-all-day winning confession. If it's your first time, just repeat after me. Today is my day. Nothing will get in my way of me being the best version of me. I am here on purpose. I have a purpose. I am strong. I am passionate. I am fearless. I choose faith. I was born a winner. I will win. And win all day. Yes, you were born a winner and you will win and win all day. And I believe that after today's show with the content that we're about to deliver, that it's going to help you even win more in business and in life. So without further ado, let me welcome our guest, the one and only, the man on a mission, the creator and founder of I Come Up Marketing, Mr. Cody Kearns. What is up, my man?
1: Doing great. I don't think anybody has the energy that you have just following you on social media. And I know this is our first time doing a podcast. It's uh, if it doesn't get you fired up or make you smile or feel good, you should just curl up and go back to bed and and just quit what you're doing. Well, hey, talking
0: about feeling good, man. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma recording. You're virtual and you're in the great, beautiful city of Miami. So you must be feeling real good.
1: Yeah, it's hot, but
0: it's getting nice now. Yeah, so we're going to get into your story a little, and I can't wait for you to share with the audience, man, how you are actually working out of your house, which is your home office, and a super cool story to get into, but before we go there, man, I'm super grateful to have you on our show. I appreciate the compliment, man, and you know, for me, personally, I believe that one of the greatest things, Cody, that you could give to the world you live in, the people you're around, if it's in a relationship, business, or, you know, any kind of relationship, is the energy that you choose to bring on a daily basis. So, you know, I choose to bring that energy um, and I'm excited that you felt that energy through Instagram. I'm super stoked that we have been able to connect and we'll get into what we get to do together. But right now, what I want you to do is this. I know we have an amazing audience that's tuned in today and they're listening or watching and some of them may, they might know you and they might be familiar with your company. I come up marketing, but there might be some individuals that do not. So I just want you to take us back really quick and just share with us 25 years old, Cody Kearns, the success you're having. We're going to get into in a minute, but where did you start, man? Where did you grow up? How did you even arrive to where you are today? Take us back a little. Let us in the life of Cody Kearns.
1: Yeah, definitely. And if you don't know me, I apologize. I'm just kidding. I, I took that one. I took that one from Grant. No, but if you if you don't
0: know, now you will know.
1: I apologize, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I grew up pretty modest. Um, when I was younger, dad left my life, so it was kind of. in this situation with my mom raising me with a stepdad and fortunately, you know, I had really awesome grandparents and that's where I got my entrepreneur spirit or sense of hope like, hey, maybe one day I can be my own boss. Um, So I'm from a small town in upstate New York. I mean like 30,000 people in my town. I am closer to Canada than I am to New York City. I'm not from Long Island. I'm not from any of the places where, you know, there's millions of people and busy city life. You know, I come from, I drive 10 minutes, there's farms, So, you know, but a decent town. like people there, you know, the people that were successful had the BMW, they have the three, five bedroom home. And again, you know, I grew up very modest. It was, it was middle-class. My mom did everything she could to support us. Stepdad, grandparents, everything was all good. I don't come from like the struggle or something like that. But I think what allowed me, you know, throughout middle school and high school to develop that entrepreneur spirit, I started selling gum in middle school. And my mom actually funded this gum career. So it's funny, but this is actually where my passion started to doing sales and building out teams. Um, We would go to something like a Costco, right? For us, it was called BJ's Warehouse. Absolutely. I would buy like dozens of, of gum packets, right? And I would go to middle school and I would sell these gum, like one pack of gum for five bucks. And because in middle school... You can't have gum. The demand was high. So I figured out like chewing gum for guys and girls, especially in middle school, taking advantage of, oh, bad breath. Oh, I want to look cute in front of my boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, uh, kids with their parents' money, you know, some people were giving me five, 10, $20 bills for one pack of gum. Uh, and I built up, you know, bank account to like 400 bucks when I was 12 years old, bought my own smartphone. You remember the ones you put sideways and flip up. Absolutely. It wasn't the sidekick, but it was the sprint version because I was on my parents' plan. But I got the phone, business was booming. All of a sudden, we go to a school dance where at like $200 in sales in one night, we get busted by like the chaperones. They think we're selling drugs. We get pulled in the back room. My friend's got gum taped up his legs like cargo pants. True story. My mom made us donate all the money back. We left. She wasn't mad at all. Um, That was the end of the gum career. And, uh, you know, for me, like it was funny because I, at 12, 13 had more money, you know, than when I was like 20, 21 years old, um, kind of fast forwarding here, but went through high school, you know, started selling electronics. Uh, I would just pawn things off my friend. Hey, I'll give you 50 bucks. Cause I'd go on Craigslist and sell it for 150. Just trying to figure out like how I didn't have to work a job because I was waking up every day during the summer, going to Dunkin' Donuts at 16, 17 years old making almost no money, then going to football workouts, you know, that same day and just grinding and pounding. And it gives you an insight, like at 17 years old, like, wow, this is what, you know, most adults do every day. They're waking up at 6am, they're going to their grind, they come home and they have another grind. And it's this never ending cycle of depression and uh, being underpaid for what you're doing in the marketplace, right? So You know, work jobs, tried serving. All these different jobs just didn't work out for me. Went to college for a year because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. Um, In high school, I was selling things, you know, as I got older that I shouldn't have. That carried into college. And at college, my first year, I faced expelled, being expelled, uh, two felonies. And all this crap went down when I was 18 years old. That scared the shit out of me. Wow, yeah. You know, all for a little bit of money, I I was selling, you know, things that I shouldn't have been. And um, yeah, I I left college. I'm very easily influenced by what's going on around me and who I'm putting myself next to. And uh, left college and um, went home, joined network marketing. It was really the only thing I could do. I'm trying to make this like fast too. Yeah, absolutely. Present point, but you know, left college, like very bummed, uh, very depressed. Like, okay, so now all my friends are going to nice schools. Like I had a friend, I remember he was going to high point, right? Like really, really nice schools, private schools. And then here's Cody who in high school was the man. And now, you know, a year later, I'm a a college dropout with no money living at home and trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. Um, you know, after college, it was rough. Like I said, I got network marketing and in that company, I just decided like, Hey, I'm going to be great at this. And I'm going to try and earn as much money and learn as much as possible. And my goal in that company, and still to this day in anything I do, my goal was I need to get around the people at the top of this company. Yeah. Right. Because I heard about these kids, 21, 22, a couple of years older than me making a hundred grand a year, 200 grand a year. And I, I thought, That's possible for me then. Like if these kids are doing it, same shoes as me, they dropped out of school and now they're killing it in this network marketing company. I got to do that. How can I do that? I started self-educating. I started writing my goals down every day. I started driving to work, repeating these goals out loud. I still have the list of these notes from 2014 and 15 and, and just had this really strong belief and conviction. Like I will be this, I will be doing that. I will do this. Right. Kind of like what you just said at the beginning Absolutely. of this positive affirmations and, um, you know, push through it. Network marketing company busted, but I met so many people and my brain was like, to the point where I'd be going to bed at night, like, wow, I can't believe that I I know this stuff. Like, how can everyone not be doing this? Right. But still was broke financially, but I've started getting very rich mentally. Yeah. Which is a really hard point. You know, when you're seeing things and expanding your mind and reading and listening to audios, but the finances aren't there yet. And I think a lot of people in that one, two, three, five year, for some people it's longer gap of learning and expanding and the money isn't there. They quit and give up.
0: Yeah.
1: And I didn't, I kept pushing after network marketing. I got a corporate job, 30 grand a year again, darkest spot I've ever been in making 30 grand a year, 21 years old. I got the job I would have gotten out of college in a dark place. Like just bad, bad waking up every day, going, doing something I didn't want to do. I was being suppressed at this job, bad situation, quit the job, moved to South Florida on a, on a limb with a few grand, um, and interviewed for a guy, Grant Cardone and didn't get that. So failed that. Now I'm in South Florida, you know, 21. I had, I think like 1500 bucks. Um, and yeah, Grant, Grant told me now you don't have whatever it takes. So uh, I started busting tables again. So like, this is multiple failures, you know, like this is like three years now of me in a bad spot mentally and financially, just like what the hell is going on in my life? I just quit this corporate job on a limb to go and try and work for this guy, Grant Cardone, you know, five years ago, who isn't what he is now, you know, he was killing it, but it was very small scale. And I'm busting tables again at 21 and I quit this job that everyone in my, in my family was like, I can't believe you just did that. Yeah, You had it made. Um, that same day he, he told me to get off the show. I was sitting with a buddy and we came up, you know, with this idea and concept of growing people's social media accounts and getting people exposed that were doing cool things. And that was April 1st, 2015. And now four and a half years later, I haven't worked a job since. And, uh, you know, the first six months of even starting, I come up, I had to take a loan from my sister. It just, it was like four or five years of like, you're going to get smacked in the face. And I was compressing time as much as I could. Yeah. Like I was only focusing on how I could be successful in this and that, even when I was in those jobs. So, you know, for me, it was like a four or five year process to even see my first, you know, $500, $1,000 paycheck. Um, and yeah, here we are, you know, four and a half years later this year, we'll do, you know, about 3 million in revenue. And it's just, it's been a, it's been a crazy, uh, crazy ride, especially when I sit here and like explain it and talk to you. And obviously there's a lot more in between those little points, but yeah, I was, I was, I was troubled as a young dude.
0: Like, well, let's, let's do this. Let's pause there because I'm going to get into what you're doing with I come up marketing. First of all, you know, I'm grateful that you're sharing and being a little transparent and vulnerable. I honestly believe that's what makes our show so great. People tune in and guests share really their, their ups, but also their downs. And it's hard sometimes, Cody, because you see people that are at a level, right? And I was there at a younger age where I saw people at a level and all you do is see the success, but you don't see the trials and the storms and the tribulations that they walked through. And I think a takeaway from something you said, there's many takeaways, but the thing I want to just pause on for a second is you never stopped. You started by, first of all, you got started. You got started at a young age and said, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start selling gum and I'm going to sling gum. And then that that you get busted and then you tried something else and you got busted. Then you tried something else and you go to college and it didn't work out for a year. Then you go to the whole network marketing industry, MLMs, and that gets shut down. And so I think so many people, after they experience a no or they experience a failure, they start to take that as it's the reality, right? And they start to say, well, maybe this is just who I'm, ever, I'm supposed to be and I'll never be more. I'll never achieve more. And so many people quit right before their breakthrough is about to happen. So I want you just to pause there for a second. I want you to share just a little more on the pain of your mindset at that time, right? You're at a place where these things aren't working out. You talked about being depressed. You talked about wanting more to achieve more and be more, but you didn't really, you didn't have it at the moment, but you desired it. What's the struggle internally that you're going through of, man, I'm a failure. I don't know if I'll ever make it, but you didn't stop. Let let us in the mind just a little to the listener, the viewer that's watching saying, man, I can relate Cody. I'm getting beat up right now in life. I'm getting slapped across the face. Nothing in life seems like it's turning out, man. I wish I had the resourcefulness that you had to not quit and be resilient. What would you talk and say to that listener, that viewer right now
1: about not quitting and not giving up? Yeah. I mean, I think the feeling like never goes away because even days now, you know, I'll wake up and, and go and look, you know, on the internet and see people my age or younger or older, you know, way ahead of me. And, um, you know, when you, hit, when you start hitting those numbers, and I'll dive into the question, but I don't think it ever goes away. I just try and use it as fuel to keep me going because there isn't another option to stop. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So, you know, the failures and everything, like all I need is, is some proof for me to go all in on something. Like all I needed to see was somebody in network marketing making 30 grand a year, 50 grand a year, a hundred. Like that would be great, right? Oh my God. There's a guy making a quarter million. Holy, I can't even comprehend that. Right. At that time, I couldn't even comprehend it, but I could comprehend making 30 grand a year. And all I needed to see was proof, right? All I needed to see was proof in college that someone was selling so whatever, and they were making enough money to not work a job. So for me, it's always been, if I can see proof in it, then I believe in myself that I need to just go all in where too many people analyze their, their analytical, their what ifs, the, this, well, what if that it's and they get lost in the actual goal of it, which is just If you can just put everything else aside and go into something with an open mind and actually listen and take advice from people with no ego, you know, you're way better off to succeed in something. And I think with social media and over the last five to eight years, like just me watching everything, everything is so clouded now. Everyone has advice. Everyone has an opinion. And I'm shy to do things like this, not shy, but like for so long, I hated doing things like this or doing uh, videos like trying to tell or coach people because there's so much of it, man. Yeah. And when you start listening to everyone, um, your judgment can get cloudy and what you believe can get cloudy. So, you know, for everyone, I think it's like, you just got to make a personal decision to say like, whose life am I living? Like, is this my life or am I doing this for everyone else? And the second that you can be a little selfish and say, no, I'm going to go into that company and I don't care if I lose all my friends about it because this is for me and my success and what I want to leave, you know, as a legacy or what I want to be at in five to 10 years, family, I want to be in Miami, I want a boat, I want this, I want, how how do people think that's all going to happen, you know, when you're not even fully committed to yourself and taking care of yourself, right? So, you know, for me, the pain points were always like, I just try and leverage that, you know, as, as like, I use the fear and the pain point as gas to keep me going every day.
0: It's that's powerful, great. man. That's so powerful. And in, 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 in what I do in the personal development, in the life coaching industry, that's one of the things that I discovered at the earliest age is human beings, Cody, make decisions for one of two reasons. The pleasure I could gain, right? What is it going to bring me? A boat, you know, security, a legacy, or If I'm not making a decision for the pleasure it's going to bring me, then I'm making a decision to stop the pain and the bleeding in my life. And a lot of that, the pain could be the greatest motivator. And whenever somebody's struggling for motivation, that's the number one thing I look for is I say, hey, maybe you're just asking yourself the wrong questions. Maybe you haven't discovered that if you were to really lock down and be all in and have success, the things that could bring you in life, the joy, the peace of mind, the happiness, or the pain you're really experiencing right now, it's not painful enough. You know, and sometimes you gotta hit rock bottom and you gotta go through a painful moment to say, wait a second, if I don't change, it's only gonna get worse. Things don't stay the same. So take take us to that moment where you're you're the felony's going on, right? Because that's a serious situation, right? What was what was going through your mind at that moment, and how did you overcome that situation to say, hey, I'm not gonna allow one moment in life, maybe a mistake I made, right, to define who I am. It's not going to become who I am. Maybe it's what I did, but I'm going to allow this to propel me to the next season rather than hold me back. Talk us through that situation and that scenario and how you were able to overcome that.
1: <laughs> Man. I mean, that, that like month span was the scariest uh, like real life shit that I've ever experienced in 25 years. Like That was South Carolina Laws okay, some of the strictest in the country. I've watched in college friends go to jail for days for like peeing in public or something stupid, right? So now I'm over here facing this and I'll never admit to it because of reasons and circumstances and things that were involved, um, but I was being faced with it, right? So, I mean, what can you do in that situation? Like, uh, I I defended myself and it it was that moment I think that, has propelled, you know, when I was talking about being selfish for a second, it's like, if I'm not going to take care of me right now and defend me and just submit to this, this will carry through my entire life. I'm not going to let that happen. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not like I defended myself. I put together a case. I put together evidence. I, I got out of it clean. Um, But yeah, I mean, I was sleeping on a friend's couch for a month. Like I was scared to even be where I was living at because I didn't know if I was going to get raided. I didn't know, I didn't know what was going to happen to me. Um, and when you're uncertain and things are out of your control because of actions or decisions you made, that's the scariest thing in life, you know, that you could be faced with, but, um, I mean, there's not really much more I can say about it. Like yeah. it was, it was a terrible month, dude. Like it was the worst month of my life. I, it, it's almost like you were a little kid again, like on the phone with your mom every day. Like, I, I, like, I, I need, I need help. Like, I don't know yeah. what to do.
0: Well, let me jump in because I think, you know, I think what you just said is is crucial for a lot of viewers and list and, and and people viewing and listening. Because here's the deal, Cody. We all face defining moments, right? And I know there's people that are tuning in today, and there's those situations in life where they made a mistake, they might have done something, or they didn't do anything but life hit, and they went through something, and all of a sudden, we take on a lot of times a false identity from the past mistakes, the failures, the trials, the thing we walk through. And I just want to speak to the viewer right now. I hope you're inspired. I hope you're motivated and encouraged by Cody's story to overcome a trial that's a very severe trial like that. But also not allow it to become his, his story that he lives with the rest of his life.
1: You said oh, something that's cool.
0: I allowed that to propel me to the next season. See, so many times what we do, we take on something we did or something we went through and it starts to become trained in our subconscious mind to actually become part of our identity. And people allow that to not be used as fuel to get them to the next season. You, you overcame that. Obviously, it scared the crap out of you, Right. And you said, I'm going to now go to this next season of my life. And I think something you said that's key is you said, I always made it a point to get around the people that were at the highest level. If it wasn't school, the company, you know, whatever area it is. And there's a lot of people, Cody, that they're just in the wrong environment. Right. And I think that's something that you could testify. Maybe you were just in the wrong environment. Your environment can make or break you, right? Yeah. I mean, I was.
1: Yeah, go ahead. I put myself in that environment. Like that's what I'll take. Uh, Like I completely put myself in that position. It's no one else's fault, but everyone enables each other to either do good or bad things. You know what I mean? So it's so cliche and everyone's like the fine people you spend your time. It's, it's so simple to say, but people get in that that zombie style of every day, right? You're going to your nine to five job. I'm telling you uh, 80% of people that are around you if you're working a job. And by the way, I don't hate on jobs at all. Yeah. Um, like most entrepreneurs do like, Oh, job? No, that a career and a job and steady income is what can allow you with the right mindset to then go and propel and start your own business or become a part of another business. But the people that are there, you have to put up this block because so many of them are just going to penetrate you with negative information, bad information, false information, and things that just aren't true. Right. And that's kind of at college, what a lot of kids face and they just, you know, succumb to it and, and it becomes them because you don't have another choice. Cause what are you going to do? Be the, be the nerd or the guy that just guy girl that just sits in your dorm all day and doesn't have any friends. You no, know, let's be honest. Like 90% of people in college aren't there to, to be a better them. They're there to celebrate the final four years before we've been taught that this is the best days of your life. And unfortunately, you know, when you're there, that's what you're thinking and you get in positions and you're doing things that, you know, I'm out of high school, I'm alone. Um, and it just gets taken advantage of and you take advantage of yourself and situations. And I think everyone enables each other. So yeah, finding those pockets of influence and, um, and people that can be a positive influence, you know, for each other, not just looking like, "Oh, I need help. I need to find someone." You have to be a positive person, too, right? Someone with value before you can go look for that circle. So powerful,
0: man, powerful. So if you're listening right now, you might be listening and you say, "Well, you know, uh, you, you have stuff going on. Here's our encouragement for you. Either you might not be in the right environment, you might be around the wrong people right? And that might be the problem. A lot of times it's not you that's the problem, but it's just the environment you're in or the lack of the environment you're in. So right now, our challenge for you is take yourself, put yourself in an environment. If you want to win more in your physical body, get around people that are winning more in their physical body. If you want to win more financially, get around people that are making the money you want to make. You want to win more in a marriage, get around people that are winning in their marriage. You want to win more financially or, or let's say spiritually, Go to a church, get around people that are winning spiritually. Whatever area of your life that you want to win in right now, take yourself, put yourself in an environment where the standard is so high that you're forced to raise your standard and your mindset and think on a different level and take action on a different level to win. Your environment can make or break you. Hey, Cody, you said something powerful as well. I want to jump into because you said there was a point where you didn't have money. You weren't rich from a financial perspective, but you were rich in a mindset way, mentally. So I want you to talk about that really quick. Before we get into the success of I Come Up Marketing, and I can't wait to talk about that, let us in the life of Cody Kearns right now, what do you do to continue to win all day? And here's what I mean by win all day. What do you do to be your best? You said earlier, you gotta take care of yourself. So let us in, what do you do physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in your relationships? What does a day in the life of Cody Kearns look like? You're giving a lot. You're running a team. You're, you're, you're helping so many clients, but it, you can't give the way you give if you weren't taking care of you. So let us in. give us a few secrets. What do you do to be your best on a daily basis so that you could be motivated and be an inspiration that you are?
1: Yeah, and if, if you're in a spot where you're like looking for that new group, like we'll, we'll go in order here. My best friends for two years were all virtual. Like Grant, uh, Tony, Jim Rohn, all these guys, Earl Nightingale, all these people on YouTube, I became best friends with. So I bettered myself knowing, okay, if I can get myself right, obviously I'll be able to go into those circles of high level people and be on the same frequency as them, right? Ooh. These things that you can't see those frequencies and that energy, believe it or not, it's real. And people can feel that, especially the higher levels that you go just from meeting you and looking at you and how you communicate and talk people will be able to say do i want to spend time with this person or not so wait, being- so so pause there for a second so what you're telling me you didn't know these individuals but you're
0: using them virtually as mentors in your life to speak oh, in your life friends. you're 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 did you know them yet no i mean no not at all you didn't even know them, them but you're dead. saying i'm i'm going to absorb every video they're putting out i'm going to read their books they're gonna be my best friends and I don't even know who they are, and they're mentors from a distance to you, and that helped elevate your mindset at a level when you weren't financially set, but that helped get you to a place where you thought differently to elevate your mindset to be on a level with them where now I feel like I'm best friends with Grant Cardone or Jim Rohn. Exactly. You just that's a powerful nugget. Like if you're listening right now and you do nothing with this show, take that right there. Get on YouTube, get to a podcast and make the influencers that you feel are at a level you want to be at physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, run and make them your best friends virtually. And here's why I say that, Cody. I did the same thing with Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins became my best friend. People were like, bro, you're obsessed. You want to be him. I'm like, I was reading and studying everything I could that Tony Robbins put out when I was $400,000 in debt, suicidal, depressed, oppressed, in a fight of my life to be a father, hated myself. And I read this quote from becoming best friends with Tony Robbins, a virtual mentor. And it said, the meaning of anything in life only has the meaning you choose to give it. Shifted my entire perspective, you know, never knew Tony Robbins, you know, didn't know. I just, saw this guy, big guru on stage, but something he did resonated with me. And I did the same thing you did. I became a personal development junkie and started Jim Rome, all these guys, even some of the best preachers in the world. And I started just absorb everything that they would put out. That's such a valuable lesson. I'm so grateful you shared that,
1: man. Are you still doing that to this day? It's big. Yeah. Like I definitely need to get better at it. Um, like, I don't listen to as, and I say this, like not proud. I don't, I don't listen to as many audios or read. I've always been an audio learner. So like I have books and I've read some, some books, but more, more for me, it's audio, but it's just funny because, you know, now like Grant, I'll see him once every few months in person, right. Or these people that I've, I'm now connected with and I can text people that are at a way higher level than me. So I kind of take advantage of it in a sense. I need to be educating more and continuing to educate. Um, So before you get into what else you do to win it on a daily basis, I want to just pause there with Grant
0: Cardone because let's take it back to the point where you went out to Florida, South Florida, and you got rejected in applying for a job by this individual, Grant Cardone. If you don't know who he is and you're listening to my show, it's probably crazy, but Google him. And then you get denied. You heard no, rejection hurts. It doesn't feel good. You then make him your best friend virtually. And now what you said is probably every other month, you're spending time with Grant Cardone and you're involved in business with Grant Cardone, the guy that rejected you five years ago, the guy that you made a virtual BFF. And now you have a personal relationship with that individual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It could always be stronger. Right. But I would say every few months, like I get in in front of him somehow and we talk and he knows who I am. And we're, we're, I mean, we have, we have as good of a relationship as I could have with somebody at that level. Yeah. Right. Like he's not gonna, I don't have his number. I've, I have Elena's number. I can communicate with her and people around him, but our relationship is perfect because he still is distant enough to where there's that huge gap of respect and understanding and knowledge that you can't just get to like that. So yeah, yeah, like I saw him the other week, I put up the photo with him, like really awesome dude in person. I think a lot of people can kind of get swayed like of what he puts out there. But you got to remember like, anyone winning on a high level, like they they have an act, and not a false fake act. It's their true character coming out while they're on camera while they're on stage. Um, And it's powerful. And once you can understand how people maneuver and operate, it's It's really cool, but
0: it's an absolute game changer. It's an absolute game changer. Uh, I'm so proud of you, man. Let us, so, so give us a little nugget, I mean, Let us in. What do you do every single day to win all day? Physically, mentally, emotionally. What are some of the rituals that you do besides, obviously, uh, you know, I see that dog. You have a beautiful dog. You probably hang out with the dog, take the dog for walks. You got a beautiful girlfriend or fiance. Girlfriend, yeah. Beautiful girlfriend. you got an amazing team you're leading, which we're going to get into in a few minutes. But what's some rituals that you say, man, I do this on a regular basis that helps Cody Kearns at 25 years old, run a $3 million company and growing that projected. And you heard it on the win all day show that probably in the next, I'd probably say two years, it's going to be at least a $10 million company, maybe $20 million company.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the goal we've doubled every year for four years straight. So it's I mean, it's moving, and we're kind of like trying to develop and pave this industry, but you know i like I like to start with um defaults in a sense like I'll tell you what I need to be doing more of. I need to be going to the gym more uh my health is like great. wait, like, can you
0: flex for us real quick we'll, we'll, we'll make a decision on camera. What do you guys think? Look at him arms baby, look at him
1: biceps <laughs> small man i'm'm I'm, I'm small I need to get in the gym more i'd like it's funny because before business, like I was in the gym every day and then I used the busyness as a mental excuse to just focus on money and revenue and this and that. So I need How many days a week are you working out right now? Dude, not, I mean- So you're going to start this week. How many days a week are you going to start working out? I mean, I want to be going like two to four times a week. Like I'm not the guy that's like, I need to get in seven because that's just not, I need to start with something like that I can crush.
0: And, two, two, just start with two days a week, and yeah. then when this when this when this show airs, and all your fans are, are are hollering at you and they love this interview, you're you're then gonna give them an update, flexing on them and letting them know you're going to the gym two days a week minimum.
1: Cool. Yeah, I think like that's my next step is getting back into the shape that I was before I built this right because I used to be strong and and super um, fit, but like health wise, I'm still good. I get, I good. get my blood checked. I get, you know, make sure everything's good. I have a good diet. Just, I need to get more active and I need to be studying and learning more now every day. Like I can tell you that all I'm focusing on is growth and where we can yeah. get new business. Like that's it. That's, that's 99% of my day mentally is why aren't we doing more? How yeah. can we do more? How can I reach more people? how can I increase my sales? And every day, every week, I have this notebook right here that I fill out. So like, that's a ritual. That's a ritual for me. Like every day I'm tracking and looking at my numbers and what my goal is. Like I wake so, up.
0: So the ritual, correct me if I'm wrong, this is powerful. It's, it's self-accountability and self-awareness to say, hey, every single day, I am tracking and I have a metrics and a notebook to say, am I winning or i losing? Yeah, look at that. That's powerful. I mean, to have self accountability, straight. Self-awareness, three years straight every single day to say, I'm going to be accountable to myself. I'm going to take full control of my life, my career, my company. And every single day, self-awareness and self-accountability say, did I win or did I lose today? Did I move the needle? What can I do better? That's powerful, powerful lesson that if you're not doing that and you're listening right now, that alone could change your life to be self-accountable and self-aware?
1: I mean, if you don't know your target, how could you ever possibly do anything? Huge. So like I set my target high, right? Like my my goal right now revenue-wise is I need to produce $105,000 a week in sales, which is, I mean, 400, it's almost 6 million a year, right? Yes. So it's a big goal. I've, I've not done it still, but I've wrote this goal, this specific revenue goal now for probably six to eight months. And I have not hit it yet, but I don't change it. It's in pen. Every Absolutely. Week, every week it's in pen. Um, so these charts in like my revenue chart, my to-do list, my 10 goals I write every week, who's on my leads list, who is due for payment, who do I need to follow up with? Like this is me in a nutshell. Like these books and notebooks is my daily, weekly, yearly ritual every single day. If I don't have this book, I can't operate. Yeah, I can't operate. Well, um, so
0: so let's talk about the goal, right? And this company that you built. It's how many years now? Uh, four. So four years. Okay, you're at a three million dollar company. Okay, you're 25 years old. You're leading a team. Let us in. Just give us a quick overview for the people I don't know what I come up marketing does, what they do, and what the services and, and, that you actually and the products that you provide.
1: Yeah, so uh, Instagram management growth, like the biggest problem always on social media has been how can I build a true following? Like how can I just get real people to my page and then also get some people that are in those demo, uh, like target demos, right? That I wanna hit or specific industries. And it's been a problem for a long time and we've solved that. Um, We don't use any bots or softwares. There's no crazy fancy algorithm that works for a week and then Instagram shuts down. We've had the same structure about like we've made tweaks and changes since we came into business. Yeah, and in, in our field and world, that's like unheard of because so many times people would come and be like, "Cody, get rid of everyone and use the software. Do this, cut everyone the software, the programs." And we've always invested in the people, right, to build a strong team that can service clients. And uh, yeah, we help people grow their Instagram followings organically with celebrity influence promotions. We help them generate leads. We help them engage and learn and uh, how to use the platform to generate new business, which a lot of people struggle with. Um, we run Facebook, Google, YouTube advertisements. We do content creation on site, uh, press releases. Uh, I mean, there's like, I have a list of like 20 different services, but really we started as just a little Instagram team and now we've developed into this, anything in the digital realm you need covered or done. You know, we, We cover in house or have a very strategic partnership, like one call away to make it happen for. Yeah.
0: And and you know what's cool? I mean, you work with celebrities, you work with some big names, you work with everyday, you know, average individuals, you work with some very large companies. I mean, I've been blessed and honored. You know, you guys have been helping me on my Instagram for the last year um, you know, and and multiple of my companies, you know, basically the coach JC personal brand dynamic sports development, fit first responders, and then my wife's company. And so we've been able to build a great relationship. I've been able to see firsthand what you guys do. And I want you to talk about demand really quick, because you said something earlier, you know, when you were young, you were slinging gum and selling gum and it was way overpriced gum, right? But you were able to sell that way overpriced gum in middle school because the demand was high, And then, years later, you are providing a service where the demand is extremely high. Everybody wants to know, how do I get more genuine followers? How do I sell more products? How do I get more people to know about what I'm doing, the mission I'm on, so I can make my greatest contribution impact and make more money for my business? I think that's an important lesson for the viewers and the the people watching and listening. You have to find something in the marketplace that people want you found a demand at a young age. You found a demand now at a later age and you're providing a service and a benefit to people that is in very high demand. Talk about that for a moment.
1: Yeah. I mean the, like first, first off, if you're crushing it and have your own company and business, like that's great, but most people don't. And the biggest issue that I have is again, with all these gurus and information being spit out, everybody thinks that they need to be their own boss and create the next big thing. Okay. The reality is you need to find a team or company or person that aligns with you and team up with them. Huge. Everybody needs to develop and come out. That's why so many people fail because they have the best idea. They're by themselves. They have a thousand bucks to fund it. Like, I think what happened with me was like, a. it's like a one, I don't know. Like, can it happen to everyone? I, Maybe I don't know, you know. Like I don't know why or how this has turned into what it is, right? I think it's just that path I was hit, and I was around people that believed in it, and we pushed it out, and now it is what it is. But especially in the space I'm in, right, digital marketing, it's four years ago it was not saturated. Now everybody and their mom and their cousin and their daughter who graduated is a digital professional, you know, marketer because there's zero certification or. You don't need anything to to prove to people like a doctor or a physician or a coat, whatever. Um, you know, so our industry is tough because we're dealing with competition and people all the time that, oh, well, you know, Susie said she could do it for 200 bucks a month. Yeah, well, why do you think Susie's doing it for 200 bucks a month, right? Bro, so, since I've been working with you guys, I probably got hit up and
0: DM'd in, in, on Instagram probably at least 100 times and I'll say, hey, send me a quick email. And that'll always be my response. And they'll send me this email. And I'll say, hey, send me a few case studies of what you've done. And you should see the stuff I get, bro. It's absolutely ferocious. And I think that's one of the things I really respect about what you're doing with I Come Up Marketing is you guys had case studies in the beginning. You sent accounts to me that said, hey, here's people we've helped. Here's how we've helped them. You guys are extremely transparent, overly transparent in what you do, how you do it, and how you could serve and help people. And I think that's, you know, an amazing, an amazing thing that you have as a company that a lot of companies don't have. And if you're on Instagram right now, Cody, and you have a business and you're not having help and hiring out a team that knows what they're doing, there's no way you're going to survive. I mean, you you can make, no, no, I want you to talk about this because you can make a couple. I mean, for instance, me personally, I have a huge calling on my life, bro. I have an amazing calling. I'm on a mission. I want to make such a great, huge contribution impact. People think I'm crazy because I think so big and the people I'm going to reach and the people I'm going to impact. But I know I was putting out great content. It was awesome. And very few people were seeing it because of the algorithms and what Facebook does and Instagram does. And until I teamed up with you guys, now the whole world's seeing my stuff. And I have DMs all the time of people saying, Yo, I saw your video. I'm out here doing this. Let's team up. Let's collab. Let's partner. Man, I can't believe your energy. I can't believe what you said changed my life. Bro, I, it was not happening. I'm putting out the same content that I was putting out then. And I would get discouraged then because I'm like, man, not, not enough people are seeing this, man. I want so many people to see this. I know it could change their life. And now thousands and hundreds of thousands of people are seeing it because of I come up marketing. So talk to an individual right now that's on Instagram, but they are not teaming up with you and they're just trying to post content and getting discouraged because the algorithms change. Am I correct?
1: Yeah. And I appreciate that too. I think, but I think a lot of people don't get discouraged. They just convince themselves that it's okay that they market to the same 300 people for. That's
0: insanity, bro. Their
1: business fails. And I put it every day on my story. I'm like, why are you advertising to the same hundred people every single day? it doesn't make sense. Like you should just not be on social media pushing, like you should post pictures of your dog and family at that
0: well, point. Well, and, t- and what you're saying, just so everybody knows, you know, if they're not familiar with the digital world is basically yeah. because of the algorithm when they post something, it's very few people. They're now saying about less than 7%, right? Of your actual followers or people that like yourself are going to see it. So the same, when you say the same 300. That's only the people that are going to see it. It's now a paid to play platform. No one else is going to see it. And a lot of people you said, they don't even know that people purse for lack of knowledge.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's still relatively cheap. Like we've been calling it for years, like two years ago, we're like, it is never going to be cheaper than what it is right now. Now it's more expensive because they realize how powerful it is. You have to pay to reach more people. You have to, there's no way around it unless you get on the news or you're actually famous you have to do paid advertising and you need a team that can be consistent with it every single day. And that's another thing that like I pride us on is especially in our field, you know, you look at Facebook, they don't even have a customer service support. It's a chat bot, right? We have a team of human beings that within a day we're on it, we're responding, we're we're communicating and helping our clients like through all these problems and things that are out of our control, right? Like when all of a sudden Instagram says, okay, we're going to now shadow your stuff because we want you to put more money into our pockets, not those guys' pockets, right? We want you to pay to get more views from people that already follow you. We don't care. So how much are you going to pay us? Right. And that's, that was a big hurdle for us to get through because, you know, some people don't understand that, but I'm telling you, what does it cost you to not be known or not be seen? It's going to cost you your entire business and you're going to stay small your whole life.
0: If you I'm gonna make this statement right now, if you're listening or you're watching and you want you want you want Facebook, Instagram, you want the social media platforms to help your business grow or your brand and you are not doing paid advertising, there is absolutely no way there's no way that it will ever grow. It's absolutely impossible right now because Facebook dominates the world, Instagram dominates the world. You are going to have to pay to play. And here's the cool thing about I Come Up Marketing that I loved about what you guys did. Talk about this. You guys didn't only do the service, but you educated me. I got education. I was on the phone with your team. They're telling me what to post, what not to post. Here's the greatest content. Sometimes they were yelling at me because I wasn't posting what they told me to post or I wasn't posting enough. But they're over the top about educating as well. So I feel like I went to school and got an education on Instagram. So I know how it works as well. So now I can put out better content that you guys can
1: advertise better. I mean, talk about that. You guys do a heck of an education. And you're involved, which helps a lot, right? Um, You know, more than not, people will not even just in our field, but people will say, okay, because I'm spending this money, take care of it, right? Terrible approach to anything you do in life, by the way, to just think because you're paying that things will get done. And I think why you see so much success is because you're so involved in it, right? So, paying for paid marketing and getting more eyes and growing your following is great. But if the user isn't involved and in wanting to learn and get more engaged, right? I don't have time for this. Oh, I can't be in my messages all day. Oh, I have to post, right? Like all these negative outlooks, it should be, Hey, how can I get more active? How can I get more response? How can I be more involved? Cause that's where everyone is sitting on social media. Everyone. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah and be- I, you ask, you ask Brandon on
0: your team and your team, I might be too involved. They might, I think I text them Nice. See, my guy, I text him more than I text my wife or my high school girlfriend. So
1: <laughs> we, are, we are very involved. Edit that part out, the, the, the high school girl. That's edited out.
0: <laughs> but uh, so to talk about this, man, because you're now making money, right? You're running this I Come Up marketing, Instagram service, and digital marketing services, which is absolutely phenomenal and growing. You know, what does a 25-year-old do? Because here's the deal, man. I've worked with pro athletes for years. I still do. And one of the biggest concerns is, and, and I love you. I want the best for you. And, and that's why I want to hear this because this is important to me. It's not important that we just do an interview, but it's important that you're winning in life. It's not important that you just grow an awesome company. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're bankrupt in five years, right? You look at the pro athletes, you look at the celebrities. They live this high profile life. They're making money. They're, they're doing great things. And then the money's gone because they didn't invest the money. What does a 25 year old do making The company making $3 million a year. How are you being a good steward of your money? What do you do with your money to make sure this money grows for you and you're going to be set up financially for the rest of your life, hopefully?
1: Yeah. So I pay myself a salary from the company, right? That essentially could cover my monthly expenses and allow me to save money. So, like, right now, I'm in a spot where I save. I mean, it's literally one of my goals every, every week in it. I actually do it. 60 to 80% of my income goes into my savings account.
0: That's huge,
1: like, man. Immediately. After like some of it after tax, uh, other parts of it, because I'm in all the tax stuff, it's not. But <laughs> regardless, including my taxes and everything, I'm pushing 80% in, right? Like pre-tax money, 80% after tax, what it's like 60, 55, whatever it is. So majority of my money goes into my savings. Like, yeah, I have the Lambo, it's not as expensive as people think it is. It costs me 1600 bucks a month, right? Like to some people, that's a lot. But if you think about it, I need bigger problems than $1,600 a month. So, you know, I'll talk about the stupid stuff first, right? Because the car is really the only dumb thing. The car is really the only stupid thing I put my money towards. And my mentality is, yeah, sure, if I bought three or four of them, that'd be stupid, right? I could go bankrupt. One One bad month could put me in debt, right? And then, that- but, but, but pause there
0: because you know, if, if you're, if you're strategic being a businessman, entrepreneur, you said it's a stupid, yes. From a financial perspective, oh, you had
1: three or four of them. I'm saying,
0: yeah, but, 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 but talk about this for a second too. the world, the world we live, you're on Instagram, you're doing digital marketing. How many times, because you have the Lambo, people are attracted to that young entrepreneurs, they want success and it might possibly add to people doing business with you because they see the success you like it or not it works I hear people hating on Ty Lopez because he drives I'm like guys it's all strategy like and it's, it's strategy.
1: all it's all deductible too if, you, all do deductible right if you do it the right so, way so like I bought the car with the intention of I'm not going to be the guy that just tries and market it to get me more business. Like literally it was, I am obsessed with cars. It's been a goal. I want the car and it's going to be a part of my lifestyle. It's not my first investment. It's not where all my cash is by any means. So my approach on it was I had money invested, uh, and all this and this, I'm going to do it. And I wanted it to be right. And in alignment, like if you can't buy it cash, you should never you should never do it. Yeah. Okay. Like if you can't buy it, you know, at least two, three times, then you should never, ever do it, especially on a level of buying a $189,000 car. Yeah. Stupid when you think of it. But besides that, you know, I'm pretty like disciplined with my money. We've, we've, <laughs> we've got the little Ty Lopez mansion thing going on. We have six to eight people working out of here every day. I've yeah. So your, your office is in your house. Yeah. Like I've converted, you know, 90% of the house into an office, which again, tax deductible. So I used to have an apartment and an office that cost me like seven grand a month. I merged the two, this house is 8,000 a month. So I'm paying like with power, 1500 bucks more a month for a beautiful home where people can park for free. It's way more of a creative space. And now I get to deduct that one payment, rather than only deducting the smaller office payment.
0: Yeah, and it's a great experience and environment for your for your teammates as well, your coworkers yep. and your in your employees. It's great.
1: Yeah, it makes us. It's just a more creative state. We've tried the office thing, you know, with young people. It's hard because, especially the world we're in, like we want to have freedom, right? But we all want to show up and be able to grind. So, uh, the office just kind of always like we were trying to build something that wasn't really us, right? Like show up at this dot, and we're gonna be here all day and. Got very bland and the industry we're in is always changing, it's creative. So we thought this was a better move. So the house to me is a smart move. The car again, it's I mean, sixteen hundred bucks a month, you know, insurance, twenty five hundred bucks a month total. That's not gonna break me. And I could get rid of the car tomorrow and have lost ten, fifteen grand and I have positive equity and it's all good. Um, and that's kind of how I live, like with all the, the things I do. It's I'm either renting it so I could get out of it like that if shit hit yep. the fan and be safe. And uh and yeah, but you know, I invest into multifamily real estate and, you know, the goal is by the time I'm 35, 40 to be able to have, you know, that beach money that everyone dreams of. Like, how can I have 15, 20,000 a month coming in and I could take a month off and do nothing and still have passive income to pay my bills. So how'd you get started in that? You'd you just say, this is something I want to yeah, do. Yeah. I mean, like you just look at all the options and you're like, okay, there's 4X, I don't know anything about it. People make money in it, but I can't dedicate my whole day to learning and I don't understand it. Then there's stock market trading. Give, it, give money in a 401 or like a brokerage account. To me, that's bullshit because again, overnight I'm not in control. I could lose all my money. Um, real estate to me was the only thing that made sense because even if the market goes into a recession, people leave the building, you still own the property and if you can weather the storm, you'll always get those returns. Whereas the stock market could literally blow you out. Yep. So, you know, I saw Grant. Uh, I see a guy who has $1.2 billion in holdings. I am close with his team. I'm best friends with the guy who runs the portfolio, Ryan Setko. And there's just a point where you're like, I got to trust in people that are great at what they do. Awesome, man. So I put in, you know, 400000 with them over the last year and a half and- um, you know, the goal is to two, three times that within the next seven to 10 years. And yeah, I try and, you know, I, I set marks financially of where I'll push in more money and push in more money. But, um, yeah, I try and match like what I have liquid with what I have invested and I'm super transparent and open about it because so many people try and hide it. Like money is this sacred, yeah. dude, it's not sacred. Like, uh, you know, people, I'll tell you exactly how much money I have, what the goal is and how much is in real estate because- I like, to me, I was always inspired by the people who would say it and be able to show it because that's inspiration to me to be like, Absolutely. that is real, man. For real. That's huge. So, you know, I think you said
0: something I just wanted, before, and we're close to wrapping this show up, but if you're listening and watching right now, I think the powerful lesson, the takeaway right now that you said is you're taking 60 to 80% of the money you're making 25 years old, you know, running a company at $3 million, Um, a lot of, a lot of cats would throw money away and spend it. You have a few things you're spending money on. Most of them are investments, but 60, 80% you're saving and it doesn't matter the level you're at financially. And I think that's an important lesson that I want people to take away. Start to have a fund that you save a percentage of whatever you make. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Don't spend all your money every single month, whatever the income is, have a sum that you put away saving and some that you could invest. And the encouragement today, taken away from you, is no matter where you're at, listening and watching today, just start. Start saving, even if it's only ten percent, five percent, twenty percent, and that will compound. And then you could invest in real estate, like you're doing. They don't have to start with four hundred
1: thousand, right? You could start with five, ten grand. Exactly. But I think it's a powerful takeaway you got to get rid of it. Cause if you just stack on it and hold it, first of all, it's dying in the bank and you might make a stupid decision. Once you see 10, 20 dude, like I see so many people that I know make less than me, uh, or, you know, the same going and paying $10,000 for first class tickets and have three or four cars. And, um, does it work for them and get them new business? Yeah. But what happens that one day? when this recession, everyone saw when we've never lived through that 25 years old. You have you were younger when that happened. Yeah. That blows you out. And if people one day say, you know what, I can't put money in social media anymore. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you just got to be smart. And I think like 40%, if you work a job, you really should live off of your 60% and 40% in the bank. Like, Powerful. you got to save 40% to be able to even think about investing. That's my my thing. Like if you make a hundred grand a year, you know, pay your taxes, you know, now you're at like 75,000 or 78, whatever, live off the 38,000. Like, I don't care if you got to live in a one bedroom studio or get roommates, like just stack it up while you can. Powerful,
0: man. That's a powerful lesson. So uh, before we wrap this show up, two more questions for you. The first question is this, is there anything else about I come up marketing that you uh, would like to share with the audience, the viewers, that you say, man, this is really cool, something we're doing and, and that you want to share that we did not get to today?
1: Yeah, so uh, like one of my really good friends, and he's a partner in all these celebrity promotions we do, he uh, locked in a deal with Kylie Jenner. Uh oh, so, come on. And that's a promotion launching in six days. Wait, is that, the, is that the youngest billionaire ever? Yeah, yeah. And she's like arguably one of the most influential people. Wow, there's no doubt on the planet. So locked in a deal with her. She's going to be promoting and directing traffic to people that we have in the promotion, but that's huge, bro. It's just like, it's, it's, Sick. and it's, it's more his accomplishment, but I embody it because I'm, I'm right with him and, I, and we awesome. have the ability to broker it with him. So that's cool. Um, you know, and, and the way we grow accounts, I don't care what anyone says. Like we've been in the game long enough. It's the only way to genuinely truly grow an account it's the only way to do it now. Like there used to be a lot of other ways. It's the only way now is to partner up with a company who has connections to influencers and celebrities that can drive their following to your page.
0: Yeah. And the cool, the cool part is, I mean, you guys have packages that obviously they could do promotions with Kylie Jenner, which is a higher end package, you know, the most recognizable name, probably yeah, and that's like, extreme. but you have packages for small businesses, startup entrepreneurs, um, all the way to some of the most influential celebrities and, and pro athletes out there. So it, it does, again, just like investing your money and saving month. your money, you have to get started.
1: Of course. A few hundred bucks a month all the way up to 30000 a quarter. Wow. We, we have plans that everyone and anyone can be can be working with us on.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're, you, yeah, you see your sales team's always just trying to sell me on the, 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 high end packages, you know, Brandon's over there trying to sell me. Brandon on
1: ain't he can't close. I'll tell you what, Kylie <laughs> Jenner's, Kylie Jenner's promotion is $35,000 for one slot. How about that? hundred fifty to 300,000 new followers. Is the How many? 250 to 300,000 plus. Th- that could change the
0: trajectory of your business or your personal brand overnight instantly. I'll write you up right now. No, I'm just all kidding. day. <laughs> write it up, baby. Write it up. Hey, so uh, before we close this show, uh, first of all, man, thank you. I'm so honored and grateful that you took the time. And I know we could talk more about so many amazing things you're doing in your personal life uh, with, with your business, with the team and the company. Um, but here's what I want to do, man. I just want to give you the opportunity right now just to speak to the audience and the viewers. This is called the Win All Day Podcast Show. It's not about winning or losing. It's just about you maximizing your God-given talents. It's about you being your best. You know, there's a lot of people that listen to the show and I get messages after every show of people that, you know, aspire to be like the guest. You know, I get messages. I'm so humbled and grateful how people have said this show has changed my life. It has saved my life. Something your guest said, I, I was able to implement and now I start a business. My marriage is better. So what I want you to do, Cody, is just Right now, just speak from your heart, man. Is there anything that you could say to the viewers, to the listeners at 25 years old, the success you're having, any, uh, the adversity you fought through, um, any things that you went through that you say, guys, I just want to leave you with these closing thoughts from Cody Kearns to help motivate you, to help inspire you, to help you be your best. I, I don't know you, but I, I, I want to see you win and be your best in life. What would you say to the viewer on the other side or listener that just needs a little motivation, a little inspiration from you, 25 years old, man. A three million dollar business. What a blessing! So humbled and grateful. What would you say to those individuals, man? Closing thoughts from Cody Kearns.
1: I mean, you just have to stay the course in the path that you set out on. Um, I was talking with my girlfriend the other day, and like to me, this is like I when I'm alone, I'm like, am I am I a failure because every single top producer in my company in the last four years has left and tried to screw me over more than not. Wow. Every single one besides Brandon has left and tried to, tried to destroy us. Um, you know, even recently, like one of my best friends of six years stuff happened and he left. He was going to make a quarter million dollars this year. Right. Wow, man. And, uh, you know, like just because people are making money or like you start doing well and stuff, like it's never about that. And you start to realize that, you know, as you push forward, and of course there's financial goals and like, you got to pay bills. And there's days I make, like I'm looking in here, 150 bucks. And then the next day I make eight grand. Right. So it's like, I can't get caught up in that, but really like what I've been, what I was thinking on, like the last two months have been real difficult for, for us as a company and like me mentally. and wondering why like am i failing people am i doing am i too like aggressive or rough or not emotional or this or that and you just come to the understanding of these motherfuckers just can't play with kobe like you got to sometimes just look and be like you know why do you think so many people you know were couldn't play with the greats in sports because they're too focused and obsessed with that one target and that one goal And I'm not comparing myself to Kobe. I'm just saying, you look at people that are great at what they do. And a lot of times those people are lonely because they're so focused on that path and that mission, and that one thing, that 99.999% of people, they can't even mentally do it for five, 10, 20 years. They just can't. So along the journey, like you, I think personally, you're going to shed and lose a lot of people that you're going to sit and wonder why, like, what did I do wrong? Where did this go wrong? How did this blow up? And now I'm alone. Right. Yeah. And then you just start to start to realize like, but I'm still winning and the people that are here are still winning. Yeah. So that for me is like, that's been the hardest thing. I mean, I'm, I'm serious, dude. Every single top producer, I'm talking kids that, went from nothing to within six months making two, three grand a week. Yeah. You know, blow up, you share your bedroom with them, you open them up into your, your life and this and that. And then they go and try and and stab you and, uh, and compete with you. So that's been the hardest thing over these last four years. And I think you just get to a point where you become numb to it and you're like, I'm just on the course. You can't beat me. And that's the, that's the attitude and mentality. It's like that Mamba mentality of like, no, like every year I'm going out and I'm competing to get to the finals and win, not to just be a good player, right? Wow. So it's been rough, man. Like it's, been, it's yeah. been a crazy few years and that's the realest that I can get. You know, I think as people go up the scale, things are really easy in the beginning. Like it gets harder as things get more serious and more people rely on you and more bills are going out and more money and more paychecks and things start to rely on you and you can either crumble and fold. Or you can accept it and say, no, this is why I've been showing up every day for five years, right?
0: So, so powerful, man. It's so powerful, man. You know, uh, I'm, I'm grateful you shared that because I think that's important. I think there's a lot of people that need to hear that. Um, you know, for me personally, I've been through that. You know, I can honestly sit here and say I had one of my greatest team members, you know, after we took such great, great care of him, just bounce and, and try to, you know, ruin and take members and all this crazy stuff. And, you know, so first of all, I'm grateful you'd shared that. Um, If if you're just tuning in or you're wondering who we're talking today, this is Cody Kearns with I Come Up Marketing. Cody, can you tell the viewers and listeners where they can find you or where they can get more information on I Come Up Marketing?
1: Yeah. So my Instagram is just Cody Kearns 5. I just put it in the chat. C-O-D-Y-K-E-R-N-S and then the number 5.
0: Awesome. So you guys can hit him up for more information on his services. But here's what I want to leave you guys with. You heard it from Cody Kearns. You know, stay the course. No matter what you're going through at the moment, no matter what you've gone through, the adversity, the trial, the storm, as bad as it might feel at the moment, I can only say this. It's not theory because I've been there. I'm not talking what I think is a good idea. But I know for me a fact that at my lowest time, the most painful time, and when I started to shift the meaning that I gave to it, I no longer played victim. I took full responsibility even for things that I didn't do that were out of my control. I started to change my entire life. So whatever you're facing today, the greatest pain you might be in, in your business and your marriage financially, I'm believing that that greatest pain is going to become your purpose and your greatest potential just like it did for me. But here's my encouragement for you. What you look for, you will find. If you if you keep staying focused on the mess, you will never get to the successful times. You've got to shift your perspective, start to change your choices. Don't get off course Don't allow other people's decisions and actions to dictate and determine who you are. Do not be moved by what you see or what you hear at the moment. Stay on course and know, like we said in our winning confession earlier, that you are here on purpose and you have a purpose. Not at this podcast, that you're here on this earth on purpose and you have a purpose. And there's a God-given calling and a destiny that you've got to fulfill. So you got to be your best so that you can go out there and win all day so that you can make your greatest contribution and greatest impact. Cody Kearns, we're grateful. Thank you, my friend, for taking the time today to be our featured guest on the Win All Day podcast show. Um, Again, you can always find Cody Kearns on Instagram, his entire team. They'll serve you. They're amazing human beings. Once again, guys, this is Coach JC, and I want to thank you for tuning in today and watching or listening to the Win All Day podcast show. I just want to remind you one last time, who loves you, I do, and that you were born a winner, and today is your day to go and win and win all day. Until next time.